When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. For today, Greenlaw hamstring won't practice. McCaffrey oblique won't practice. Debo's shoulder won't practice. Trent ankle won't practice. Um, Isaiah Oliver knee he'll be limited, and Banks um, with the ankle won't practice. McCaffrey oblique. Does that mean rib has been ruled out of the equation? Uh, means just oblique. What was the results of that MRI? With Christian. Christian yeah. Oblique. Does that? Does that suggest it's a strain? Um, I don't know what it is. It's something that makes him day to day, though. So, are you expecting both all three of those guys to play, McCaffrey, Debo, and Trent Williams? Um, not today. They can't. They're not practicing today. Um, he's full go. Elijah's full go. Elijah's full go. Try another way. Was the MRI on McCaffrey encouraging in your view? I thought it was. Anyone who's day to day, you know, it's it means they got a chance. No, it's just each day to the next day. So they're all day to day. Yes. <laughs> Except Isaiah, he's limited. There you go. Christian, Christian is on pace for almost 400 touches. Is that a sustainable thing, and, and uh, was that your plan in the, to, to feature him as much as you guys have in the first part of the year? Um, I mean, we treat him as our starting running back, so you know, I don't really <clears throat> think of how many touches we want to get somebody in a year. Um, that's week to week and how the game goes, but he gets a lot more extra because he gets thrown to so much in the passing game. But um, I'm happy with how he's being used. I'm happy with how he's been playing, and we'll see how the rest of the year goes. Targets are down a little bit the last few weeks. He's had some big games, but also some quiet games with one catch. What goes into that? What do you see from him on Finn? Um, George doing a good job. I mean, he's been banged up a little bit a couple times where sometimes that limits him, especially during the week where he's done a good job just getting out there and ready for the game. But uh, had a number of opportunities. He had all all his opportunities versus Dallas. He did a hell of a job, came down. He didn't get many in this game. Not many guys did, but just goes that way sometimes. And George does a lot in our run game, does a lot in our pass game. And um, sometimes George is... Opportunities get taken in half because when backs get out on routes, someone's got a block, um, which receivers aren't an option on that. So sometimes that's George, and he's really good at it. So um, that limits some of his percentages also. Kyle, it's well documented your interest in, in Kirk uh, back in 2017, 2018. Throughout all this, uh, you know, the injuries you've had at the position and things like that, have you, have you ever allowed your, yourself to think, you know, what if we had followed through on that plan? 
Uh, not really. I mean, you, you think that all the way up to the moment. And, um, but when we got the opportunity that, you know, we traded for Jimmy, we were still thinking about it. But, but after those six games he played, well, we moved on. And we've moved on since then. And, um, you know, really look back. And where you are now with Brock, how much trust, I mean, in terms of other quarterbacks you've had, how much trust do you have in him? And how much do you view him as, like, this? Is, we finally have some stability here, of course, anything um, yeah, I mean, I felt that with Jimmy when he was here, too. I, mean, I felt we had stability and everything, and um, just those injuries were tough. And then Brock, when he came in last year, you're not sure. You know how he is in practice. Um, knew we had an opportunity, a chance to be like that. Um, but those seven games last year that he played in, you knew it pretty well. He, he earned a lot of trust with me. He earned a lot of trust with the players. Going into the offseason, how he handled his injury, um, how he just handled himself when he wasn't able to practice, just um, in the meeting rooms and everything. And through every experience with him in games this year, he's earned as much trust as you could have in a quarterback. Kirk was talking today to the Minnesota media about his time in Washington and his relationship with your father and yourself and Lafleur and McVeigh and that staff. And even though it wasn't the most stable environment, that he got his feet wet at that point, and he thinks back to it often. What What do you remember about him during that time? Um, I mean, he just came in in a such a weird situation. You know, we traded up, we got a, another quarterback with the second pick in the draft, and um, it was a good story. That you know, I remember if um, we had the sixth pick, and and I knew if we were going at six, you know, my dad wanted to take Tannenhill. Um, I was hoping to get Kirk in the second round and go a different direction. And we traded up to two and went with Robert. And I remember him telling me that um, my dad really liked Russell Wilson. And he said, we we're going to take Russell Wilson in the fourth and get two quarterbacks in there that year. And then we got to the fourth and Russell was gone. And I remember him coming to my room and was like, hey, do you still want your guy, Kirk? I was like, I don't know about that, Dad. We've, we've got another direction. He's like, no, the plan was going to take two. We're still taking two. Um, then we ended up taking Kirk, which I was pumped about because um, that's what I wanted it originally. Um, then to be able to get both of them. And I know it's a weird situation for Kirk because to go into a place where you know you're not going to have that opportunity, but he just kind of sat there and soaked everything in and learned a lot. And um, it was a fun two years just working with him every day, but didn't get to coach him much in games. I think we had three games with him, um, but he was awesome in the office. Kyle, you guys are, you're synonymous with the, the outside zone run, obviously from your dad and that, but you guys have been doing a lot more gap stuff over the last couple of years. Was that a personnel thing up front, trying to stay ahead of the curve? Like, what's gone into that decision? Um, just mainly how people defend our stuff, um, trying to tie things together. And, um, you know, defense get better and better defending that stuff over the years, especially over the last eight years, seven years since we've gone here. You know, people get a lot better defending outside zone. And when they're committed to defending outside zone, what do they get worse at? And that's why we try to balance everything out. You know, we try to make sure that they're playing certain things. and. I think we did a lot more gaps the last couple of years. It might have gone down a little bit this year, but people are playing it more. So we just try to see what the defense is playing, and we try to attack it. Christian and Debo both limited in the last game. Did you? How much more did you put on Kyle Juszczyk's plate, and how did he do? Uh, Kyle did a great job. Um, I want to say we put too much more on him because we didn't have to change any of his stuff up. Um, it came more to kind of the receivers and the running backs a little bit, just with protections and formations and stuff. But, I mean, Juice is, is consistent and reliable player as I've ever had. Um, he's been here since the beginning, and everyone knows that um, you're going to get Juice to do his job every single game. So he's as consistent of a guy there is. He was in motion a little bit more than he'd been in the past pre-snap. In motion? Yeah, um, yeah he may have been. Yeah, that, yeah, we wanted to move him a lot, so he handles that pretty good. 
Uh, I see a team that causes a lot of issues. I mean, they blitz more than anyone in the league. Um, you know, you can never just relax and just call a play or run a play because there's always a thousand things that can go wrong just because of the threat of what they do in any situation. So um, they're on you a lot with that. Um, they get you to make mistakes in that way. I mean, you look at the two games that they won. Um, it's because they created a turnover with those pressures where they didn't have a guy to block a guy. They didn't have a hot throw. The quarterback fumbles it, and they returned two for touchdowns there in the second half. That's got both of their wins. So um, they're a team that challenges you schematically and everything, and when they do that, you got to be on it. Uh, after you reviewed the Browns film, how would you evaluate how Brock played in the game? Um, similar to everyone else. I mean, Brock missed a couple, so it wasn't his best game. I still thought he made some real good plays, too. Um, everyone was under duress in that. It was a challenge on all fronts, and especially some of the down and distances we were in. Um, but it definitely wasn't his best game, but um, just because it was his first loss and his first pick of the year, uh, I still thought there was a number of things he did real well in that game, too. Following up on that, how are you expecting him to respond on Monday? Same way he always does. I mean, I will see it's the first time responding to a loss, but in terms of not designating wins or losses, if you know if he would have won in the last play of the game, he'd still have to respond the same way. Um, so it's it's him just doing his job and coming in here and being the same way he's been since the day we've met him. And um, I don't think we're stressed about that too much because I've never seen a different guy. What did he show you, Kyle, in, in the Vikings joint practices last summer where he kind of made a move? Um, kind of just everything he had shown versus our own defense in practice and OTAs and training camp and then going out and going there against a different defense where you're not used to the coverages and stuff and just watching him still not hesitate and still not get a ton of reps. Um, but when he did, he made the most of them and it's, it was very consistent with how he was here. Now, uh, the first down play with 321 left when Brock got the intentional grounding, was that, was he supposed to move Mason to the right to pick up the blitz? Was that his responsibility on that? No, no. We're, we're, Mason's supposed to be on the other side, so Ayuk's open. Um, but they're no, they're blitzing more than we have there. Um, but we, we had part of the play called the backs on the wrong side, so he wasn't able to get rid of it. So there was nowhere to touch the ball. He was aligned incorrectly. Yeah. We'll take two more. Obviously, it's a copycat league. What did you see that Browns did on defense that you expect to see a lot more against you guys moving forward? I mean, Browns ran their scheme. So, I mean, they did their scheme just very well. They played tight man coverage. They pressured when they didn't. Um, they still got there with four and had a free linebacker um, playing eyes with man, or they played a few soft zones just to mix it up. But that's what they do. Uh, they just did it very well. So most teams got to do their scheme well. Um, and the same with us. Tomorrow, tomorrow is exactly one year since you traded for Christian. Can you just put into words how much he's meant uh, to this franchise and to your offense since he's been here? Uh, just a ton. I mean, just how good he's been from what you guys have seen, um, how dependable he's been, how reliable he's been, um, how he learns everything, not just the running backs and stuff. So it's really easy to put a lot on his plate, move him around each week. And I think just the example he sets for everybody. And the guy is, I mean, he reminds me of just basically mentality, like a walk-on guy who's just trying to get people's attention for working so hard. And he's one of the most talented guys in the league and was in college coming out. And every single play, is, it's like the biggest thing in the world, whether he's getting the ball or not. And um, it's a really great example of how to be as a football player. All right, thanks, guys. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.